9, 11 and a half. Good morning, folks. Welcome. It's a Friday edition, February 24th, 2023. The party line. And we got a free-for-all today. Sunshine outside, but not nearly as warm and comfortable as it was yesterday. I got some yard work done yesterday and was hoping this weather might continue. But right now we're showing 34. 34 degrees outside and uh, they say it'll climb up to 43. But uh, throughout the day, mostly sunny. Tomorrow, 51 and sunny. Sunday, 60 and sunny. And if we want to look farther ahead, next Monday, 66 but rain. Oh, well, that's the way it is. It is springtime nearly. When When is spring officially? Uh, in April, I believe. April, okay. I should have known that by heart, but I don't. I could not tell you the specific day or anything. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's get started today. A free for all edition. So we have uh, the customary things to to go over. A lot of historical events and that sort of thing. And as you can tell, Liz is here. Good morning, Liz. Good morning. All right. So on this date of February twenty fourth, but the year was fifteen twenty five. The Battle of Pavia. I hope I said that right. P-A-V-I-A. Holy, Emp- Holy Roman Emperor Charles V's troops beat the French. Uh, French King Francois I was captured. And they say in that battle, 15,000 were killed or wounded. On this date in 1528, Pope Gregory the, let's see, that would be the um, X111 would be the XV, so 10, 13th, right? Roman numerals X111? I think so. Anyway, Gregory the 13th announces a new style, Gregorian calendar. Yes, 13th. Now, Gregorian. Um, is that the calendar that's still in use or not? Um, let me look it up. Gregorian. But uh, anyway, this was in 1582 on this date. The Gregorian calendar is the calendar used in most parts of the world. Yeah, so it is what we presently use, I guess. In 1739, the Battle of Carnell, C, I'm sorry, K-A-R-N-A-L, an army of Iranian ruler Nadir Shah defeats the forces of Mughal Emperor of India, Muhammad Shah. Interesting. These folks uh, battled each other, but... Um, they both had the same last name. Hmm. S H A H. All right, 1821. Augustine 
De Iturbide and Vincente Guerrero, this is in 1821, agreed to the plan of Iguala, I-G-U-A-L-A, that stated that Mexico will become a constitutional monarchy. Roman Catholicism, the official religion, and that the Pensulares and Creoles will enjoy equal political and social rights. Sounds like a step forward. Mm -hmm. 1868 on this date, the U.S. House of Representatives voted 126 to 47 to impeach President Andrew Johnson. Andrew Johnson? Yeah. Now, you know, I think we need just a little bit more on that one. I'm curious why they, um, why they impeached him. You know what was what was bugging him. He was the 17th president of the United States. Um, he assumed the presidency following the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. Let me look up oh, his yes. impeachment. Yeah. Oh, my phone might die. We'll see. The trial. Trial in the Senate began on March 5th when Chief Justice Salmon P. Chase, um, with Chief Justice Salmon P. Chase, the Senate voted against convicting Johnson on one of the articles within its 35 to 19. It doesn't say why right off the bat. Why impeachment? Let's see. What were they bugged about? High crimes and misdemeanors. <laughs> so pretty vague. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The primary charge against Johnson was that he had violated the Tenure of Office Act. Okay. Could you tell me what that is? Do you know? Um, tenure of Office. Tenure. Uh, you said it right the first time. The um, yeah, it, it may be that he wanted to uh, continue on with his term longer than he was oh, allowed. Oh, I see. I just don't know. But uh, anyway, folks, uh, that's what happened on this date in 1868. President Andrew Johnson was impeached. And not by a small margin either, 126 to 47. All right, let's move on to 1946, when General Juan Perón first elected president of Argentina. 2008, Fidel Castro retires as the president of Cuba due to ill health after nearly 50 years. Remarkable. Much more recent, in 2022, Russian leader Vladimir Putin announces the start of a special military operation in the Ukraine to demilitarize the country moments before Russia launches a full-scale pre-dawn invasion by land, air, and sea, with bombings in several cities amid international condemnation. That's right, folks. This whole thing about the Ukraine, it started one year ago today. And um, 
We had a Ukrainian student live with us at one point years ago in our home. We have a Ukrainian flag um, posted outside our house. Many people do. All right, let's move on. Um, let's see here. Let's, let's do some famous birthdays. Charles V. Born in 1500 on this date. Died in 1558. Charles V. The fifth. Let me see. No, that's the fourth Charles we're looking for. The fifth. The fifth Charles. And it's a Roman numeral V. Let's see. Charles V. Charles V was a Holy Ro Roman Emperor and Archduke of Aust Austria, not Australia, Austria, mm -hmm. from 1519 to 1556. King of Spain also from 1516 to 1556. And Lord of the Netherlands. <laughs> he had a bunch. He was a ton of stuff. And, um, but born on this date in 1500. The next birthday, much more recent, is that of Steve Jobs. Oh. Steve, of course, was um, uh, born in 1955 on this date. But he died in 2011. Uh, that's not a real long lifetime. Mm -mm. Um, I'm just curious. Does uh, does it say what what took his life? I believe he had cancer, but let me see. Uh, cause of death. Uh, pancreatic neurodoctorny tumor. He had cancer. Okay. Pancreatic cancer. Two more yet to do in the way of famous birthdays. Uh, we'll do them in, um, in order. Wilhelm Grimm. He was born in 1786. He died in 1859. Now, um, most of the time when I read a name, it, I have some inkling. Mm -hmm. of their background, but William Gr Wilhelm Grimm, um, it's not ringing a bell for me. So first thing I thought of was uh, Grimm fairy tales. And? And it seems to be this man, German author Wilhelm Karl Grimm was a German author and anthropologist, and he worked alongside his younger brother, Jacob Grimm, uh, a literary duo, the brother the Brothers Grimm. Yes. So I was raised on the Brothers Grimm uh, fairy tale storybooks, and they're kind of um, a darker take on, uh, you know, tall tales that you were told when you were a kid. This last one should be more familiar to us. He's still alive. It's Eddie Murphy. Oh, I love Eddie Murphy. And uh, born um, on this date, and. Um, or I should say February 23rd, 24th, excuse me. And today is celebrating his 67th birthday. Wow. Now, uh, name a couple things that we might remember Eddie for. So off the top of my head while I look him up, uh, Haunted Mansion, um, Shrek, 1, 2, oh, 3, yes. 4, and 5. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, Beverly Hills Cops, Coming to America, 
He was also in Norbit. I think that was one of the first Big Mama movies. Nutty Professor, Trading Places. I mean, just all sorts of stuff. And he also, you know, before his movie career, was a stand-up comedian and very good at it. He also has a very small music career as well. Hmm. So well-rounded. Yes. Okay, let's move on to famous deaths. And uh, let's see here. I guess we have... um, I guess we just have two to mention. Uh, First is that of Malcolm Forbes, F-O-R-B-E-S. Malcolm was born in 1919, but died on this date in 1990. And Forbes. You ever read Forbes magazine? Um, To be honest, no. (laughs) But I certainly am aware of it. He is a former state senator and entrepreneur, uh, a politician most prominently known um, as the publisher of Forbes magazine. There you go. And how would we describe Forbes magazine? Well, let me see. I believe it's a it's like a financial magazine. Okay. Um, but let me let me look it up. Let me see if we can't get like a real. Genre of magazine. Uh, Company, business, investing, technology, and entrepreneurship. Okay. If I had to guess, I would have probably mentioned a few of those. Mm -hmm. Okay, and the, the the last name we have to share in the way of famous deaths is that of Robert Fulton. Born in 1765, he died in 1815. Robert Fulton, F-U-L-T-O-N. Oh, we love a good engineer. He's an American engineer uh, and inventor who widely who was widely credited in developing the world's first commercially successful steamboat. Oh. The North River Steamboat. How about that? What does commercially successful mean uh, as far as steamboats go? Well, I assume uh, something that was uh, purchased by many companies. Oh, very neat. But that's my assumption. All right. Let's see here. What else should we talk about today? Let's see what some of the headlines are. The news has gotten so crazy, I haven't even been keeping up with it the past few days. Um, In uh, today's headlines, the top news, uh, here's several of them. It's complicated. That's what they say. How Biden and Zelensky forged a wartime partnership. And they say that the relationship between those two leaders has become critical to the future of international order. Biden and Zelensky. Another one, Bulgarian factories and secret task forces, how the West hunts for Soviet arms. You know, the Ukraine has long relied on Russian weapons for its armed forces. Now it is scrambling to get Soviet-era ammunition for those weapons. With the help of manufacturers, even in rural corners of Eastern Europe, trying to help them out. Yeah, if you had, um, for years, been provided Russian weapons, Mm -hmm. 
but now you're in opposition to them. I've been doing uh, just some Ukrainian research because I realize how much I really don't know about the place other than, of course, Chernobyl. So my first go-to was, well, let's look up Chernobyl. Did you know that there's still hundreds of dogs living in Chernobyl that are uh, like, you know, nuclear, they're nuclear dogs. They're radioactive, I guess. Why? Um, why are they still there? Or why are they radioactive? Both. Because Chernobyl. Um, so. Oh, they became affected when Chernobyl. They occurred. became affected, but not to the point of death. So they keep breeding, and um, you know their offspring are radioactive too. So there's this. After Russia took over Chernobyl, um, you know these people that come and help the dogs every so often, every year they mm-hmm. catch, capture them, spay them, neuter them. Um, feed them they found that all the dogs are starving so they're really rushing around to get a lot of these dogs adopted out which is really cool you can adopt the chernobyl dog just in case you didn't know and is it are they um how do i want to put it are they harmful to humans yes no uh as far as they know so far no human has been affected by these dogs, uh, the level of radiation is so low that it really only affects their own DNA. Hmm. Well, um, another headline, as you might expect, uh, concerns Alex Murdoch. Yeah, this case is insane. I've been following it pretty closely. I've, you know, I've been watching the the news, Mm -hmm. and it's a very sad story. It is. Um... But yesterday, uh, there was some, con- you know, people were wondering, would he testify or not? And uh, I guess yesterday he did. And um, he said he took a gamble that could determine whether he is acquitted or sent to life for prison. Uh, now, in his remarks yesterday, in his questioning and all of that, He admits to lying and stealing, but denies the murder of his wife and son. Mm -hmm. Um, Golly. Um, Do you ever watch Trial, like, while it's happening? You mean the live stuff? Yeah. I... No, I'm generally working. Right, know. right. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> this case in, in specific is, uh, is really interesting to watch. Not to glorify it or anything, but, you know, it's out there. New York Times has cited a couple other interesting things. They say that the U.S. has billions for wind and solar projects. Then it says, good luck plugging them in. I wonder what they're getting at. (laughs) An explosion in proposed clean energy ventures has overwhelmed the system for connecting new power sources to homes and businesses. I know I receive a variety of emails daily from different um, energy-producing things. Do you have any solar? No, we've uh, we've explored a little bit. My son-in-law is in the solar business. Mm-hmm. One of my son-in-laws, and um, with a company out of Albuquerque, 
Um, and and I I'm I had something to do with the large solar panels that exist down at the Athens City um, Recreation Center, where they're now holding the farmers market, and they do um, save a great deal of money. Yeah. On the uh, power needs of that facility. They're more environmentally uh, stable, too. How do you mean? Well, they just make less of a an impact on the overall environment. We've taken a little look at my the roof on my house. <coughs> Excuse me. I didn't mean to cough in your ears, folks. <laughs> uh, but... Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure the the way it's all facing is ideal. Mm-hmm. So um, you gotta have a good what like a view of the sun from yeah, mm-hmm. and, and we also have a number of nice trees. Yeah. So um, we're still kind of exploring how effectively that could be. How, how effective it could be. If I didn't rent, I would uh, seriously consider it. Let's see here. Another thing, this is an opinion story out of the New York Times. The headline reads, Joe Biden's greatest strength is also his greatest vulnerability. Well, Joe Biden's age has loomed over his presidency. He was right before he was right before about himself. Where stability and risk meet, he's potentially asking people to again trust him. I'm sure we could find much more on that topic. Well, what are some other headlines here? Here's Murdaugh again. Says the prominent South Carolina lawyer testified that he repeatedly lied to investigators about being at the location where his wife and son were murdered and denied fatally shooting them. We had that just a few moments ago, too. We have a journalist and a child that are fatally shot in Florida. 20 year old woman. And um, I guess there were two others that were left in critical condition. And this happened in Orange County, Florida. This is a, a shot as in a shooting? Yes. Wow. So, um, all right. So one, um, but this was a journalist. Interesting. So, obviously, she had written stories that someone didn't like. Is that what they're suspecting? Well, they don't say that here, but... Could be coincidence. I'm making a, um, an assumption, and that's not a good thing. All right. Um, let's see here. The New York Times has uh, published a series of photographs... And their photographers that work in the Ukraine 
um, have selected images that they say can't, they simply can't forget. It goes on in a year of war, New York Times photographers have reported from the front line, the cities, the villages, and the footsteps of refugees. These pictures stayed with them. So uh, I think if you go to the New York website, you might be able to see some of those that they um, feel. Where, where is my thing? Oh, here it is over here. <laughs> my phone. I forgot to uh, turn down the volume this morning. Forgive me. Anyway, there we go. I think it's better now. We could go on with these headlines, but uh, we certainly have other things to do as well. So, um, let's, um, you've probably heard a half dozen times by now that today marks the one-year anniversary of the war in the Ukraine. Today marks the first anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, escalating an armed conflict which simmered in Ukraine's east since 2014. The move triggered what has become Europe's largest land war since World War II. The Russian President Vladimir Putin began massing troops along the Ukrainian border back in March of 21. Though whether a full-scale invasion was imminent was debated at the time. The past 12 months have included a rebuffed initial Russian surge, a Ukrainian counteroffensive, and intense fighting in Ukraine's south and east uh, parts of their nation. Um, Western intelligence suggests military casualties, those either dead or wounded, are nearing 200,000 for Russia alone. In the case of the Ukraine, 100,000. And international groups have confirmed the deaths of more than eight thousand Ukrainian civilians, but believe the true toll could be much higher. Well, the estimates suggest at least eight million Ukrainians have been internally displaced, while eight million others have fled the country. Ukraine's population was above 41 million before the invasion. Total Western aid, including military, economic, and humanitarian support, has topped $135 billion. Of that total, more than $75 billion has been provided by the U.S. Well, Putin in recent days has cast the war in a historical context referring to countries adjacent to the country as originally Russian land. Analysts have warned Russia in ramping up for renewed offensive, 
while also questioning the remaining military capacity. Let's see here. So once again, um, this, the, this source of information that I use rather regularly is from a report known as 1440. And as I understand it, if you'd like to see some photos from a year of war, they are posted on their website. Okay, showbiz. Former R&B singer R. Kelly was sentenced in a Chicago federal court to 20 years yesterday. Was he not already in prison? His second sentencing in less than a year. Oh. Kelly, who's 56, was convicted in September on three counts of production of child pornography and three counts of enticement of a minor to engage in criminal sexual activity. Kelly will serve 19 years concurrently and one year consecutively to his prior 30-year sentence for a federal racketeering convention, I'm sorry, conviction, for a federal racketeering conviction in New York, bringing his total to 31 years. Now, prosecutors had asked for a 25-year sentence to be served once his other 30-year sentence was complete, while Kelly's defense argued that he is already serving a de facto life sentence as a singer, as the singer may be nearly 90 when he is released. Well, I, I, it, we've probably already made this clear, but... The last paragraph is that Kelly has been accused of sexually abusing underage girls for nearly three decades. Why did it take so long to be discovered and all of that? Uh, I mean, it was reported on and known about before, but unfortunately with these things, it, it, nothing really gets done until there's real, real, real harm going on. He still faces solicitation charges in Minnesota. Chicago prosecutors dismissed similar charges against Kelly last month. Okay, well, we've got more about Alex Murdoch, but I think we've hit the, the basics already. Um, let's see here. Um, there's a story I found that I've, you know, I'm kind of an interested guy in electronics and machinery and stuff like that. And uh, I, I found a little story about a liquid piston. Well, you know, we've largely relied on internal combustion engines for the past 150 years to power cars, electric generators, and many other powered machines with only modest innovation along the way. But now, this liquid piston concept is revolutionizing the engine. 
Um, I don't know much about this, but I'm, I'm intrigued. And the U.S. Department of Defense is looking into it. In fact, they've awarded the company that's developed this concept, I guess, some $30 million dollars. Um, for further development. But it's intriguing to me with my interests. Um, let's see, Harvey Weinstein sentenced to 16 years in prison on Los Angeles rape charges. Weinstein is already serving 23 years on separate New York City charges. These are all unrelated stories. The United Kingdom government confirms role of independent regulator that can block English soccer clubs from joining the upstart European Super League. Hmm. There's a YouTube star, Jake Paul, I think is his name, who's going to take on the British boxer Tommy Fury Sunday. And it's going I'll to be watching that two o'clock on television. Oh. You, are you oh, yeah. really? Oh yeah, I I love the fights and uh. Do you really? There's two brothers. There's Jake Paul and Logan Paul, and they're both in the fighting game now. And I just cannot take them seriously. They 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 pick these old men, um, who are I mean world renowned boxers and, and fighters, uh, even some wrestlers. Like just like really really amazing, but they're. But they're in their upper 50s. They've been retired, and these kids are, like, in their late 20s, you know? Of course they're going to win. Well, Tommy Fury is uh, from Saudi Arabia. How old is he, does it say? It does not. I wonder. I'm a, I in don't fact, know the name. it doesn't even really have the name of um, Jake Paul, or the age of Jake Paul. I believe he's 26. Oh, well, that's not. I thought you were going older than that. Anyway, this is going to be televised at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN+. Plus. I guess you got it on pay-per-view. Yeah. Also. Oh, I'm, I said something mistaken here. This fight is taking place in Saudi Arabia. Oh. Tom, Tommy Fury is not from Saudi Arabia. They're both... Um, let me see how old Tommy Fury is. Tommy Fury is from Britain. All right. Now, this is an interesting thing. It's one sentence, but it makes me scratch my head a little bit. The U.S. Copyright Office rules that artwork and images produced using artificial intelligence tools cannot be be copyrighted. Hmm. Hmm. We both had the same reaction. <laughs> hmm. I have to think about that one for a second. All right, let's see here. How about science and technology? The European Commission and European Council become the latest Western governmental organizations to ban social video platform TikTok over security concerns. I, I keep hearing 
some negative things about TikTok. I don't know anything about it, frankly. I have a TikTok. Um, is it an account or something like that? It is. Okay. It's it's like a, a Facebook, but the only thing you share is videos. Hmm. Well, they're concerned. For good reason. Another item. New implants allow scientists to measure octopus brain waves during free moving activity. This is huge. I've been reading a lot about this. Study of the animal's brains is of great interest due to their large size and evolution in underwater environments. Mm -hmm. They've been claimed um, in some some countries, uh, non-human persons, along with dolphins. Hmm. Well, the U.S. stock markets closed higher. higher. <coughs> Pardon me. The Standard & Poor's 500 was up um, basically a half percent. The Dow was up three-tenths of a percent, and the NASDAQ was up seven-tenths of a percent. And when that all happened yesterday, that snapped the Standard & Poor's 500 four-day losing streak. Good. I wish I understood stocks more. Yeah. And I tell you what, there's a number of people around in Athens who are very sharp on that. Yeah. And, and you should reach out to one of them and say, teach me. Do you keep up to date? Do you... Not like I used to. Yeah. And truly, I would have to say I don't understand them as well as I should. Yeah. I think uh, it's it's been marketed towards people my age and younger in the past few years because of cryptocurrency and online trading. Um, so you have to watch stocks. Uh, I've never, I never felt like it was a... This crypto thing just... I, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I have it. no idea. I have plenty of friends who are buffs, and I just don't get it. And are they, are they buffs because they say it works for them? Uh, some of them they? are doing really well. One of them has multiple very, very nice cars and uh, co-owns a yacht. <laughs> and he's not too much older than me. But he could still be in debt. Oh, yeah, that's true. I think he works alongside of also hitting crypto big and cashing out um, okay. when, when there was a nice, uh, nice little chunk waiting for him. Well, um, let's see here. There's a story out of Michigan saying that 800,000 customers up there um, lost power. After a severe winter storm rolls through the upper Midwest, and that same system is expected to hit the U.S. Northeast beginning today. Oh, boy. Portland, Oregon. They experienced the second snowiest day on record yesterday. I have a friend in Portland. I was like, it's 78 degrees here. And she's like, it's five degrees and snowing here. <laughs> yeah, and, and did she indicate the, how much snow? No, no, she hasn't sent any pictures over. Oh, well. Ask her to. Yeah, I will. 
And then the first blizzard warning for Southern California mountains since 1989. Wow. And my son Paul um, lives in Irvine, but he has a... (coughs) Forgive me uh, for my coughs this morning. It's nothing bad, though. Um, He has a, a plant... Um, that he owns and, and commutes to out in Lucerne Valley, which is kind of out in the desert. So he has to go over many of the mountains to get there. All right. Well, East Palestine, Ohio. It continues to be a very important news item. This is where that train derailment occurred. Norfolk Southern, as I recall, was the name of the um, the, yes the railroad. Mm-hmm. Um, they now suspect that what happened was that an axle on one of the cars became overheated. Mm-hmm. And that once it was di- discovered, the crew lacked sufficient time to react. Well, the crew also knew that the train was falling apart and, and protested against it. There was a whole strike going on. Yeah. Well, what else do we have? Yeah, I saw a video yesterday... Um, of the water in Connecticut, where they assume, um, you know, because it is downstream from where it happened, um, the water is turning brown there and uh, appears to be undrinkable. So, 9.53, that's, uh, it's the end of the week. I, I kind of like to do something, how do I want to put it, lighter. Do you have weekend plans? Um... Well, yard work. Yeah. And I got a good bit of it done yesterday. Now we'll see how the weather holds up for the weekend. It's supposed to be a little sunny. But uh, yesterday was so remarkable. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's, let's do some weird stuff. Um, I hit the wrong button here. Just let me... Are you quizzing me? Okay. What kind of car does a sheep drive? Oh, um, gosh, usually I'm so good at these. Oh, I don't know. Give it to me. A Subaru. (laughs) That's a reach. You think? Yeah. Okay. Working in a bank is... A very ungrateful job. A lady asks me to check her balance, so I push her over. They fired me. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, dear. It took me a moment to really realize what he said. <laughs> okay, you have enemies? Good. That means you've stood up for something sometime in your life. Oh, yeah. Guess who said that? Albert Einstein. No, Winston Churchill. Oh. 
Okay. A jumper cable walked into a bar. The bartender said, I'll serve you, but don't start anything. Oh, okay. All right. All right okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Here someone says, I'm not lazy. I am on energy saving mode. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Like our phones, I guess. Here's another. My soulmate is out there somewhere pushing a pull door. I just don't know. <laughs> Wait, I lost this. Pushing a pull door. I just know it. Okay. Okay. I see. They couldn't get in. Okay. So uh, my wife told me to take the spider out instead of killing him. Went out, had a few drinks. Nice guy. He's a web designer. Aw, that's cute. I like that one. Well, a web designer. Yeah. Oh, a spider. And also, oh. instead of taking it outside, he took him out to drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, okay. <laughs> You're better at these than I am. <sighs> what do you call a line of rabbits marching backwards? A line of what? Rabbits. Oh, um, a receding hairline. Uh, I knew it was going to be something to do with hair. Yeah. It's okay if you don't like me. Not everyone has good taste. Yeah, I could use that once mm -hmm, in a while. Mm -hmm. Here's another. When I die, I want to die like my grandfather, who died peacefully in his sleep. Not screaming like all the passengers in his car. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that came from Will Rogers, of all people. That one's good. Just remember, if we get caught, you are deaf, and I don't speak English. <laughs> Okay, here's another. I wish I had a cute laugh, but instead I sound like a dying seal. Aww. <laughs> um, since fall is when leaves fall, shouldn't winter be called slip? Oh, because, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. We have a minute of this left. <laughs> Today, a man knocked on my door and asked for a small donation towards the local swimming pool. I gave him a glass of water. Aw, I like that too. Yeah. <laughs> a crush. A crush is called a crush because he or she will most likely crush your feelings. <laughs> eh. Maybe. People say nothing is impossible, but I do nothing every day. <laughs> I relate to that. Let's see. Milne said that one. I hate it when couples have a little fight and then change their Facebook status to single. <laughs> <laughs> 
I fight with my parents, and I don't change my status to orphan. <laughs> you couldn't. I guess. No one's stopping you. Now, here's a patient. Oh, doctor, I'm just so nervous. This is my first operation. Doctor says, don't worry, mine too. <laughs> That's good. I mean, if you think about it, there's always going to be one. And with that, we close the week. Have a marvelous weekend. In our 73rd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N-S. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steel. I'm Deborah Rodriguez, Ukraine.